Coming up, Kyrie and Luka, not enough to take down Minnesota. And Jalen Brunson drops 40 on the Nets. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. We have local experts that join us to go over the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Luka and Kyrie combo is already very dynamic, but the defense is something that's really done Dallas dirty as of late. Locked On Mavs goes over the good and the bad. Locked On Wolves happy that their team was able to hold on for a win. Oh boy, the Dallas Mavericks climb all the way back up the ladder and just like Sisyphus, the ball goes right back down the hill. Nick Angstead from the Lockdown Mavericks podcast here. Dallas Mavericks lose in Kyrie Irving's home debut for the Mavericks. 121 to 124, but that doesn't tell the story of the game at all. This Dallas Mavericks team played awful for three quarters, couldn't defend anything in the paint. They were allowing so many points in the paint, so many shots in the paint, nothing was going well. Anthony Edwards could get whatever he wanted on the offensive end. Rudy Gobert was getting a bunch of rebounds. He was getting some dunks. And the Mavericks decided, we're going to go small. We're going to go small, try to get Rudy Rudy Gobert out of the game. And it worked. Rudy Gobert was out of the game, just like in a playoff series. And Kyrie Irving was incredible in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. 20-plus points for him in the fourth quarter. This game is not anywhere close if he doesn't just completely go off. And now the Dallas Mavericks have to decide, how are we going to play with our two new stars? A massive Timberwolves lead might have turned into a nail-biter that came down to the final possession, but it was still the Timberwolves defense that sealed the deal in the Wolves win over the Mavs. I'm Ben Beacon, host of the Lockdown Wolves podcast. The Timberwolves led by as many as 26 points in Kyrie Irving's home debut as a member of the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, 26 points part right through the third quarter. That should have been enough. But Luka Doncic got hot to make things close as that quarter closed. Kyrie Irving came to life early in the fourth quarter. But down the stretch in this game, the Wolves did just enough offensively, switching from uh, a big lineup that dominated for much of the game. They built the lead with Rudy Gobert dominating in the paint. The Wolves scoring at will in the paint throughout most of the game. But then late, the Wolves had to go small to try and combat the Mavericks. And on the final possession, Jaden McDaniels and Anthony Edwards shut down Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic in the backcourt, not even allowing the Mavs to get a shot off. The Wolves hung on, hang, hang on to win by three points. Make sure to listen to Lockdown Wolves for all things Timberwolves. With Katie and Kyrie gone, Jalen Brunson is making his case for King of New York. Locked on Nets has the losing side while Locked on Knicks goes over the changing of the tide in NYC. Doug Norrie, Locked on Nets, here to tell you that the rebuild in Brooklyn might take some time. In their third game without Kevin Durant and their second game with a full squad following the trade deadline, the Brooklyn Nets walked into MSG to face the Crosstown Knicks and promptly got destroyed 124 to 106. It's tough to shoot 41% from three and lose, but the Nets were able to do it. Got dominated in the paint. Could not stop Jalen Brunson, who scored 40 points. Really couldn't generate much in the way of offense. And that might be the story for the Nets going forward. Missing Kyrie Irving, missing Kevin Durant. And like I said at the beginning, starting to rebuild. We're going to talk about how the game broke down, what there is to like about this team, and some of the problems that we're probably going to see the rest of the way this season. We'll be covering it all over at Lockdown Nets. The New York Knicks end a nine-game losing streak to the Brooklyn Nets in emphatic fashion, a 124-106 victory led by his historic night from Jalen Brunson. I'm Gavin Shaw of the Locked On Knicks podcast. 
Brunson dropped 40 points, no turnovers, and 70% shooting. Great stat, courtesy of Knicks Film School's Jonathan Macri, becoming the first Nick to ever do that, just the 19th player in NBA history to ever pull off that feat. Josh Hart, his former Villanova teammate, wasn't far behind him with 27 points. The one concern for Hart coming into New York was his three-point shooting this year, particularly his reluctance to take them. Uh, not an issue tonight. Four for six from distance and continuing to inject some energy, some life beyond just Emmanuel quickly into the second unit. Julius Randle filled in, especially in the first quarter, with some big-time shots. And for the Knicks, given that they came into the night three games in back of the Nets, this was a must-win. They got it done easily. The Orlando Magic continue to come of age right before our eyes. They got a tough road win in Chicago last night. Locked on Magic has postseason aspirations at this point. Locked on Bulls talking over the fourth Bulls loss in a row. The Orlando Magic want everyone to know they are in the postseason chase. It's been a quiet story throughout the season, throughout the time since the Magic got healthy, got all their players back, and started picking up wins that they believe they can make the postseason chase. Now, management, the coaches will not say it. The players know. And the players are starting to do things to put themselves in position to make the postseason. The Orlando Magic went on the road, defeated the Chicago Bulls 191. One of the teams the Magic need to climb over to get into that play-in tournament. While that doesn't sound like much for a young team that won just 22 games last year, it is a major step forward. And for them to do it after losing the way they did Saturday night against the Miami Heat, losing a 17-point lead at home, losing a 9-point lead with about three and a half minutes to play, and losing in overtime after leading the entire way through regulation, to come back, play a gritty defensive game where they made mistakes but got stops, kept control of the game, and won it late, that's a sign that a young team is growing and ready to win a whole lot more. The Chicago Bulls dropped their fourth game in a row to the Orlando Magic, a game in which they never scored over 25 points in a quarter and continue to have the same issues with heart. There was a little bit of heart seen in this game when Dalen Terry checked into the game and all of a sudden the Bulls were able to mount a little bit of a run, but that was short-lived seeing as how Billy Donovan refuses to play the young fellow that the Bulls drafted first with their uh, first round pick this season. So, we're still here losing another game with no answers, going into every game with the same mentality, trying to figure out where the energy is going to come from, where the offense is going to come from, where there's this defensive intensity is going to come from. And, and, and absolutely nothing has been figured out with this team. But, uh, hey, well, me and Hayes will be breaking all that down and more over on Locked On Bulls tonight. So tune in with us as we do the postgame show. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. Brandon Ingram putting the Pelicans on his back with 34 points last night against OKC to get the win for New Orleans. Locked on Pelicans is hoping that this is a good sign for things to come. In the Pelicans win over the Thunder, Brandon Ingram reminded y'all not to count the Pels out just yet. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans. After the news of Zion Williamson's injury setback and CJ McCollum being out of this game with an injured ankle, it seemed like everyone was understandably counting out the New Orleans Pelicans. But Brandon Ingram said not yet. The Pelicans' remaining star got off to a hot start and carried the team to a win, scoring 34 points, including two ridiculous mid-range shots right at the end. And while there are concerns about the Pelicans and how they might finish the season... And when we'll see Zion again, with a healthy Ingram in the easiest remaining schedule, the Pelicans hope to go on a similar run to last season, which saw them win the play-in tournament with this 
basically same roster. They might even be better with trade deadline newcomer Josh Richardson also making an immediate impact on the defensive side of the ball, getting his hands on five steals. The Pelicans look to make it five wins in six games before the All-Star break as they play the Lakers on Wednesday. And let's see if they can continue the momentum. The Warriors find a way to win without Steph. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel. We are so excited about our new sports betting partners here for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have a ton of great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who might score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is also safe, secure, super easy for you to use. So best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. What you need to do is go to FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on. You can get up to $1,000 in bonus bets. All you have to do is sign up, deposit $10 or more, place your first bet. If you don't win, you could win up to $1,000 in bonus bets. You can do all that at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Warriors are certainly a different team without Steph Curry out on the floor, but the champs still have all the parts to get a win when they need one. Andrew Wiggins led the way last night over the Wizards. Locked On Wizards and Locked On Warriors are here to fill us in. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott from Locked On Wizards again. Now, the Washington Wizards lose tonight to the Golden State Warriors, 135 to 126. But first of all, congratulations to Bradley Bill, who scored his 15,000th point and makes his second all-time for the Washington Wizards in points score. So congrats to Bradley Bill. But how did the Wizards lose this game? Well, simple. 56 combined points by Andrew Wiggins and... Clay Thompson, second three-point shooting. The Warriors shot 50% by accomplishing 20 three-point shots tonight. So the three-point shot buried the Washington Wizards, and the Washington Wizards gave it up in the second, or rather the second half, but the third quarter, and they couldn't recover. They did make the game closer in the fourth quarter, but the D was already done in the third quarter. So looking forward, the Washington Wizards have the Portland Trailblazers in Portland 10 o'clock tomorrow night, so the Wizards can try to get a dub and get back in the win column. The Warriors are still without Stephen Curry, but they're finding ways to win. And tonight it was largely because of their bench. I'm Cyrus Sotsis with your Locked On Warriors, Locked On Now recap of the Golden State Warriors defeating the Washington Wizards at home, 135-126, thanks in large part to that bench, which has been a, a point of concern throughout the season. But tonight, uh, Jermichael Green, 14 points on a perfect four for, for, for four from three-point line, although he did injure his wrist late in the game, which was a concern. But again, those 14 points added five assists, and he played great defense on the much larger Kristaps Porzingis in this game. He was huge, and of course, Dante DiVincenzo with 17 points in this game. They were both phenomenal because Dante was five for eight from beyond the arc. And then Andrew Wiggins, still trying to find his old form, led all scorers on the Warriors tonight with 29 points. Atlanta got absolutely blown out by a terrible Charlotte team on Monday night. Locked on Hawks trying to figure out how their team gave up 144 points to the Hornets. 
Hello, friends. My name is Brad Rowland. The Hawks fall on their faces up in Charlotte on this Monday evening, falling to the Charlotte Hornets and allowing 144 points. That is a season high in points allowed for the Hawks. It was a calamity defensively throughout the night against the league's worst offense by the numbers in Charlotte. There were some bright spots on offense for Atlanta in this game in particular, and Sadiq Bey made his Hawks debut. But aside from that, uh, the night, the sort of theme of the evening was certainly the defense and how lackluster it was from start to finish. The Hawks did get back to the game down the stretch. They had chances to win in the final minutes, but certainly the bigger uh, takeaways that the Hawks were not able to get stops in this game. We'll have more on this one, the big picture, and more on the Hawks podcast. Donovan Mitchell putting on another show for the Cavs fans. He scored 41 points against the Spurs on Monday. Locked on Cavs reflecting on the trade that brought Mitchell to town and that playoff push. Hey everyone, how's it going? Evan Damarell here, co-host of Locked On Cavs with a Locked On Now takeaway after the Cleveland Cavaliers 117-109 win over the San Antonio Spurs. Sure, the Spurs aren't very good. They have some ambitions for Victor Vembignana at the end of the day, but the Cleveland Cavaliers have now won seven games in a row and are now within striking distance of third place in the Eastern Conference before the NBA All-Star break. Considering how the Cavs kind of looked up and down the last two weeks, they are now one of the hottest teams in basketball, and Wednesday's game between Cleveland and Philly is going to be must-see TV, and frankly it is because it's on ESPN. But as always, Donovan Mitchell was sensational, and I think... When you look back at this, especially now that he got his all-star honors at this game against the Spurs, Mitchell was worth every single piece the Cavs gave up. And frankly, they probably should have given up more. Hear about this and more on tomorrow's Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Things are not good in Indy right now. Another loss, this time to Utah, Locked On Pacers, looking at where Indy is really shooting themselves in the foot. Pacers fall to the Jazz, 123-117 at home. It's their 16th loss in 18 games. The Pacers are playing some awful, awful basketball right now. This one was decided early in the fourth quarter. Pacers led 90-89. All of a sudden, they blink, and it was 108-96. They got steamrolled in that stretch. They almost caught back up. They made it very close with the Jazz at times in the fourth quarter. But in that one stretch, all of their flaws were exposed in one moment. They cannot contain ball handlers on the perimeter. Guard their yard, as the Pacers called. They've got to be better at that individual defense because it's getting everyone else out of rotation. It's letting other opponents get easier shots, and it's causing the Pacers to look, quite frankly, terrible. 25-34 and 34 now, two wins in their last 18 games. They've tumbled down to 12th in the East, only a half game ahead of 13th. They need some answers. We'll try to figure it out all on the Locked On Pacers podcast. The Heat hung around as long as they could against the Nuggets, but Nikola Jokic does what he does, and Miami could not overcome the MVP. Locked on Heat tells us how it all went down. Well, the Heat were without its starting backcourt and several key players off the bench, and they were going up against the number one team in the West in the Denver Nuggets and nearly got the win at home. I'm Wes Goldberg with Locked On Heat. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets came into town and led nearly the entire second half and by as many as 10, but the Heat did what they do. Without Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, and others, the Heat clawed back and had a chance to turn it into a one-possession game when Jimmy Butler whiffed on a wide-open layup with 13 seconds left that could have pulled the Heat to within two points. Instead, the Heat lost 112-108. to Their eight-game home win streak comes to an end still. They did almost everything right. They won the rebounding battle, kept turnovers low, they made plays in transition, but 
ultimately, the mountain of injuries were too much to overcome. The bench was outscored 34 to 19, and the Nuggets shot 58% overall from the field. The Nuggets, without Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, were of course led by Nikola Jokic, who had 27 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. Bam Adebayo struggled on offense, 19 points on just 6 of 14 shooting, but that's because he had his hands full having to guard Nikola Jokic put a lot of work in on the defensive end, and you could tell he looked tired when he was on the offensive end. Jimmy Butler had 24 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists, and Max Struess added 23 points, the most points he's had in more than a month. For more on the game, including if it was Miami's defense to blame or Denver's offense to credit, tune into Locked On Heat on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Now make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NBA and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.